There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Andrea Kane. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting and Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing well, and thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here. You've written a fabulous new book called Kicking Ass in a Corset, <laughs> Jane Austen's Six Principles for Living and Leading from the Inside Out by Andrea Kane. And I love that because, you know, I've read Jane Austen. I was required to read a lot of it in high school, but I was amazed at how many lessons there are in her heroine stories that, you know, and we talked a bit before the interview, how the idea with modern women is that oh the women of the past were weak but we're so much stronger today and it's not true even from stories from my grandma to my great grandma they kick butt and uh, we forget the lessons we can learn from our great grandma our grandma our great 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 grandma and jane austen on what the strength that women have even in a difficult society where maybe you're not out there in front 
That is so true. Women in the past were pressured, they were confined, they were constrained, but they were creative, they were tenacious, they were strong, they had an ability to observe themselves and their own situation independent of their society and find ways to kind of express themselves and be free. And I really found in all of Jane Austen's heroines ingenious ways of doing that, yeah. that were instructive, have been instructive for me in my personal and professional life. And as a leadership professor, I found myself using those uh, for my students, mm. doctoral students and master's students in current situations. So I feel like there's lots of great instruction there. You know what I'm curious about, Andrea, in today's modern life, we've never been more blessed with modern technology that can allow anyone, any woman to actually get out there in a, in a probably easier fashion than ever before to get their voices and, and their action and, and, you know, create themselves out in the world. But often we don't jump on those opportunities and those leadership um, opportunities, whereas before it was so much harder. Is it because life has become so easy that we don't try as hard or push as hard as the women in the past had to because they had no choice? I think there's definitely something to that, you know, mm -hmm. almost like how the friction yeah. um, in the oyster creates the pearl. Ah. Sometimes there needs to be maybe more explicit friction. Mm. You know, it's about survival of yourself and yeah. who you are and your voice. So you're going to do everything you can to uh -huh. make sure to maintain that voice and get it out there. So I definitely think the fact that there might be more avenues, uh -huh. we can take them for granted. And I think that's one of the lessons of Jane Austen, mm. you know, knowing who we are, what yeah. we want, pursuing it and claiming it. Yeah. Now, where do you begin? Because there's so many women I feel that feel disillusioned. Like, I, I don't feel like I can be an awesome leader. I don't even feel I am an awesome leader. How do they get in touch with who they are and explore that and expand that? Well, I think there are a couple of lessons from Jane Austen that I use with women all the time. The first one is when someone says, you know, I'm not an awesome leader. I have this thing called de-universalizing truths. Mm -hmm. And you know, the first line of Pride and Prejudice, it is a truth universally acknowledged. Mm -hmm. And Jane Austen is making fun of this concept of universal truths. So I uh -huh. think we need to understand when we say, I'm not an awesome leader, is that coming from us? Mm -hmm. Or is that coming from our partner, our organization, mm -hmm our fearful parents, yeah. society, mm -hmm. and really like claim our own truths for mm -hmm. ourselves. I think another lesson um, that I've learned from Jane Austen, and this is from Eleanor Dashwood, mm -hmm. and it's about problem solving resilience, mm -hmm. is that women oftentimes are the ones solving problems, yeah. getting from point A to point B, they aren't formally the leader in their organization or their yeah. family or the community, but they're the de facto leader. Yeah. So when I work with women, I say, well, actually, let's look at some of the things you've done the last year that you're proud of. Mm. That was leadership. Maybe mm. you didn't get the title or the credit, but you were doing the work of leadership. Wow. So that's another lesson. You know, that is so true. I mean, even as, as far back as like when I was looking at my grandma, she worked as administrative assistant and she, 
you know, what people don't realize, the old administrative assistant, you think you're just typing 50 words a minute, whatever, whatever. You were the backbone of what held the office, the bank, the, the organization together. Those administrative assistants handled everything behind the big, big wig dudes that go into these meetings to talk with their, you know, scotches and, you know, whatever, whatever. But there were the women behind it that made it happen. And even going further back to the, the building of this country, there were women behind it who were writing the speeches, who were working behind in the Senate to help their men who were going out there and doing things, as well as holding down the fort for the people who were going out there and fighting for, you know, freedom and liberty to, uh, against the British Empire. So, I mean, there's so much that I think we need to give more credit to women and to ourselves to say we've got that same thing inside of us. Let's reach in there, pull it out and pull out our best possible selves so we can do what some of our, our forefathers, grandfathers, grandmas did. That yeah. is such a good point. And, you know, I think for your listeners, um, you know, I'm 55 or a lot younger, those administrative assistants, there was no cloud, there were no computers, there were no iPhones. So they held all the knowledge and all the systems. If they were out sick, you know, that boss like fell apart. Mm -hmm. And I think part of what Jane Austen can instruct us um, today is that a lot of women do the work and they are integral at keeping everything running, but they don't get the credit from the outside. And so one of the things I use in one of my principles is Anne Elliott from Persuasion, who was someone who did all the work and didn't get the credit. But I really do feel what's instructive in that novel um, and bringing in the leadership literature is as women claiming our credit. Yes. You know, for ourselves and in our organizations and in our families. And sometimes we feel uncomfortable doing that. And Mm. I think that's something, I I think it's a a practice, you know, Mm. and we need to kind of put in the reps. Yes, I, we need to go here right now. Because one thing I know, one thing I've gotten from talking to so many of my girlfriends, past guests who are women, is they said, well, why do men just get more opportunities or get more money? And I said to one of my friends a long time ago, while we were, you know, chatting over coffee, I said, you know what, now that I think about any negotiation or new job or new consulting gig I do, I generally take the first price that's put on the table, I never even consider to push for more. And I said to her, how about you? And she's like, well, you know, I'm thinking that's what it costs, right? And I'm like, but that's just the problem. Men don't do that. They're like, oh, that's the starting point? Okay, I'm going boom. And, yeah. uh, but we don't think like that. So we need to get with the, okay, why is the worth thing so hard for us? That is, it's such a good point. And, <laughs> and I just want to say there's so much research that women don't negotiate. They just feel so grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And they're so afraid of the opportunity leaving. And then what ends up happening is over the years, because they negotiate, they don't negotiate and yeah. they take much lower than their value, they can never catch up. And I really do think, and I think for me, this is Elizabeth Bennett. Mm-hmm. Um, and a mixture of Anne Elliott, but Elizabeth Bennett uh-huh. knows her value. And you're, you don't have to be a Jane Austen fan to like my book, but since you are, you know when Mr. Darcy, who's the wealthiest, most eligible bachelor, <laughs> everyone proposes to her, and, but she's very insulted by him and his yeah. arrogance. 
She's really upset because he undermined um, her sister and Mr. Bingley. And she says no to him, even though she doesn't have a dowry, yeah. she doesn't have prospects because she values herself more than society values her. Mm. And I talk about that notion and work with a lot of women on valuing ourselves yeah. and not looking for value from the external world and kind of going in, mm -hmm. not as this vacuum, you know, whatever they offer me, that's what I'm worth, but yeah. really knowing it, really having a solid core. And also I uh -huh. think as women, we sometimes are the thermostats. So if other people are uncomfortable, we'll absorb all their stress so they won't feel uncomfortable. And we need to be able, you know, it's not about being liked. Yeah. It's about fairness and exchange. And, oh my God, and the likeness is such a hard discomfort. thing. Right. Maybe yeah. there's a little discomfort, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so interesting you say that, that I've so often not wanted to make people feel uncomfortable or to please yeah, that yeah. people pleasing thing that you're later on. And what you mentioned before about sitting on the thing saying, okay, I'm going to take this because I guess that's what it's paying or I guess it's with this opportunity's worth. Um, and then what ends up happening when you kick butt and you put all your effort 100% and, you know, if you are at an organization for years, you'll end up feeling resentful, which I have in the past working for some people where they say, oh, you know, we've had some downturn. We're going to cut your salary a little bit. I'm like thinking, dude, I've been doing 100 percent and the partner didn't get their salary cut. Why am I? So but we just take it. And I, I think it leads to an internal resentment that's unhealthy for women and and not good for our growth spiritually and as a person, you know, outwardly. That is so, so true. Um, mm -hmm. There have been so many situations and I've had situations professionally, personally, where I've done all this extra work and mm -hmm. more work. And then because I'm the good soldier, I get cut or yeah. I get the crappy assignment. And, mm -hmm. and I've, you know, in reflecting on that, you know, with humility yeah. and with a kind of growth mindset, which is my Emma, I oh, realized I that- <laughs> that is so true. There are ways in which, you know, Eleanor um, Roosevelt said, mm -hmm. no one can treat us badly without our consent. Mm -hmm. So I've looked at the ways in which I've enabled or unwittingly participated mm -hmm. in paradigms where I'm taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Jane Austen provides some instruction how to change that paradigm and mm -hmm. start making our claims and setting boundaries. Oh, and, you know, it's yeah. just really, really important. And it's so good to realize it and to kind of wake up from that. And um, with our, you know, I have a 24 year old daughter oh. and I feel like she's gotten a head start in kind of knowing who she is and being oh. able to say no and mm -hmm. ask for what wants more way more directly than I ever did at that age. I mean, that's just, you just set her up for success right there with that. I mean, I, if every parent, if you're a parent listening in, if you could take that in, uh, one of the things I, I, it goes on for boys and girls is this idea of a box. You've got to fit inside the box. And my friend who's a parent said, his daughter had gone to school and they said, so what do you want to be? And they gave you um, a, a list of things you could choose from. She's like, nothing's on here that I want. She wants to be a rocks, rock star, rock singer, whatever. And they're like, I'm sorry, that's not a real job. You got to pick a real one. 
<laughs> well, thank God um, he didn't listen because he said, no, 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 you always put down what you want. You want to be a rock singer, you put that down. That's what she does for a living today. That's yeah. awesome. And that's my Catherine Moreland, yeah. nurturing our dreaming and wonder and our passions. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And I, I mean, as a parent, it's, you know, I remember when my daughter was little yeah. and someone asked for a play date and I said, well, we're going to try to arrange a play date. Mm-hmm. And Ariel said to me, but I don't really like that girl. I don't want a play date. And I had a really hard time. I'm like, you can't say no to people. And then I had this, well, what would Elizabeth Bennett do? Ah. And it was, you know, and again, we, I also talked to Ariel about how it's important to give kids a chance, Hmm. but it was very interesting because I realized I have a really hard time saying no, but yet I'm such a Janeite. And Elizabeth Bennett is about standing for what you believe, what Mm. you like, who you are. Mm. And, you know, as women, especially one of the the good news is we're so relational. But the bad news sometimes is that we're so relational that we forget ourselves. And we connect with people that aren't our tribe, really. And who who we are. And, And we're like living as like supporting characters in other people's lives, but not necessarily starring in our own. And lose sight of that. You know, it's so interesting. Just this year, I decided not not to say, oh, I'm not going to be nice to certain people or whatever. But there's certain people where their energy or they complain or gossip a lot. And it's just not fitting into where I am right now in my life. I don't want to be around that type of thing of gossiping and talking about other people. So I'm just not hanging around with them. And it's really hard for me when they say, hey, you want to go for dinner? I'm like, no. And I'm like, I'm busy. I'm making up excuses instead of saying that, you know, I just don't. You know, I'm not against you, the person. It's just that I want to grow as a person. And if I'm in that energy of talking about others or being negative, it's just not going to grow me as a person. And it's hard to just tell someone that thing. No, it's not going to work for me. Yeah. I totally relate to that. I actually, I'm in a new marriage now, Uh but like six years ago, I went through a divorce and I remember attending like a support group for women who are going through divorce And again, I love those women and I wish them well, but it was just a venting, angry, resentful. And I was like, you know, Mm -mm. this energy is just not the right energy for me. Mm -mm. And I, you know, I wish you all well, but I love you. Thank you. Goodbye. I need to go be in other energy. And that was, you know, I, you know, and you're a Jane Austen fan, but it was in Sense and Sensibility. I talk about the Eleanor paradigm or the Mm -hmm. Marianne paradigm. And I needed to be in that kind of resilient, hopeful, problem solving kind of energy rather than being, you know, a loop with, you know. Because what you end up doing, and I, I did this in my 20s, I remember it just hit me like a, a, a lightning flash one day. I was really unhappy in a job. I was working in a mailroom, very first job out of high school. And it's not a fun experience being in the mailroom. It's just not a fun job. But I remember all the girls would go to the bathroom in the morning and you know fix their hair and complain, a bitch session, I call it. And one day it hit me, I'm like, what are we getting out of this? It's, it's not making us better. It's not getting us out of this icky job into a white collar job or a better job. We're just going in circles complaining about the exact same thing day after day after day. 
And I decided from that moment on, I'm just not going to join the bitch sessions anymore because they're not, they're not doing anything for all uh, any of us. And uh, what I'm really hoping from our conversation today is that we engage people, get them excited, go get your book, kicking ass in the corset, and maybe even better also, also pick up a couple of Jane Austen or other um, <laughs> classics out there because there's so that much to learn. Wonderful. There yeah. is so much to learn, yeah. you know, and I love that too, the, the fact that we can notice the bitch session and then realize that we have a choice, you know, we could be doing things that energize us yes. or doing things that deplete us. Exactly. And that realization is really how we, you know, live from the inside out and okay. kind of take charge of our own professional and personal lives. So that's, that's such a great example. Yeah. So everyone, let's go out there and change for the inside out, go get a copy of Kicking Ass and of course, how do they do that? How do they find out more about you as well? Oh, you know, it is available for pre-order on Amazon. Um, so you can go to Amazon and you could also go to my website, andreacane.com and it's K-A-Y-N-E. Okay. And when does it come out? It comes out September 15th. Oh, yay. Just before my birthday. <laughs> yay, that's a good sign. Are you a Virgo? <laughs> no, I hit right after Virgo. So I'm Libra. Uh, Libra. But then, oh, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, the following week. So it'll be awesome. <laughs> yay. Okay. Thank you so much, Andrea. I really appreciate you sharing these great messages with our savvy audience and anyone out there, man, woman, or child. I really uh, push you go out there, learn from Jane Austen, all the great classics and kicking ass in a corset. Um, thank you so much, Andrea, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Oh, it was such a pleasure, Christina. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. They say your first bite of the day determines your mood for the rest of the day. So why risk it? Wake up, immediately order a McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit on the app, head straight to those golden arches, and take that first bite of that crispy chicken biscuit goodness. Knowing it's only $2 will improve your mood even more. The absolute first bite deal. Get a large breakfast sandwich for just $2. Only on the Mickey D's app. Happy rest of your day. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's app download and registration required. Valid one time per day through June 30th, 2022. And participate in McDonald's. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now only $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.